Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Reddit stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from In My Feelings But I Don't Know and says, Am I the Arsehole for refusing to pay a friend who paid for my wedding dress? Hey Reddit, I was looking to buy this dress from a brand in New York City. Because I'm not based there, the only option was to go through a retailer where I'm based at and that would cost 2.4k, excluding alterations. I found a listing from still white and it was the exact dress I wanted in my size and brand new. The previous owner had cancelled her wedding for $900. Just to clarify, still white is like a, a wedding dress marketplace if you like. Anyway, we continue. My longtime friend from school, Serena, who happened to be in New York at the time, agreed to pick it up for me and bring it back with her to where I'm based, where she's also from. I was really grateful and happy. I was even intending to gift her $100 on top of the Uber rides to and from the place. I said I would reimburse it as a token of my appreciation. However, my joy turned to shock, horror, dismay, and disbelief when I saw Serena's Instagram story, showcasing her trying on my wedding dress. I called her out for it, telling her I wasn't happy she not only tried it on without my permission, but posted it for the public to see. She didn't take it down even after a conversation we had about this. To make matters worse, she admitted she collected the dress posing as me. For an email bill later, I noticed that the dress had also been altered. What the fuck? On the spot. All without my knowledge or consent. When confronted, Serena nonchalantly stated that it was her one chance to try on a wedding gown and insisted I should get over it and reimburse her the $900 she paid for the dress. My wedding dress experience was entirely hijacked. I'm now hesitant to pay her back. This all happened yesterday and she reached out today to ask for the money back and told me to get over it because she needs to make a big purchase tomorrow and it would help her cash flow. Since she wants it so bad, she can now have it. Am I the arsehole? Someone did ask Opie, they said what kind of alterations can be done on the spot? Opie says it was a waste alteration. For context, this bridal shop has a seamstress in-house. And for dresses to board off the rack, they offer an on-the-spot alterations, unless it is significant. In this case, it was the waste. Now, I'm not quite sure where the updates are going to go on this one, but... It's just one of those stories where I'm trying to put myself in that position. She's picking up this dress and she just feels the need to pose as you and try it on and thinking what is going through your mind and then to put the pictures on social media as well oh dearie me 
The dress is technically secondhand now as she's tried it on. She altered it as well. I don't know if I'm making this sound more dramatic than it needs to be, but I certainly wouldn't want to be taking that dress now. How do you feel about that one? But Umbop says, not the arsehole. She had it altered. Wow. It's officially her dress now. Lucky her. Her one chance to try on a wedding gown is now her lifetime of owning a wedding gown. She can try it on whenever she wants. Next commenter says, not the arsehole. You need a new dress and that woman is not your friend. She wants to be in the spot and use your wedding dress to get views. Uninvite her now or she'll be the one in a blush pink lace dress at your wedding. Now if she has it in writing that you said you'd pay for the dress, she can try and sue you. Now you can try and counter sue due to her getting the dress altered to her without your permission. Possibly causing more financial problems with any future alterations. I wouldn't pay my friend for ruining the surprise of my wedding dress that I was excited I found. I'd have to take some time before I hunt for one again just to make sure there is no sour taste left in my mouth after this experience. Ferrara says, as a bride who is keeping a keen eagle eye on Still White, I had to pick myself up from the floor after reading this. Janet altered. What the actual fuck? Nah, that's hers. She always wanted to try on a wedding dress. Well, lucky her. Now she owns one and can try it on anytime she wants. Let's have one final comment from Sparkly Sherbert 151 who says not the arsehole. I can't believe she had some alterations made so your dress fitted her properly. That's seriously messed up. The entitlement of the situation and she doesn't even understand what she has done. Well, her one chance to try on a wedding gown has turned into one chance to own a wedding gown because she's ruined it. Don't give her any money. She needs to learn that she can't treat friends like that. So OP did come in with her update and said, first of all, thank you everyone for being so empathetic and indignant on my behalf. I don't feel crazy anymore. When I saw her post, I completely lost it. I cried so pathetically. I know everyone must be wondering why I'm even friends with Serena and how that reflects on me as a person too. Serena and I go a long way back. I've always known Serena is a shitty friend, but I still kept her around because of her mental health struggles. I was the only friend connected to her family, so if anything, I'd have been the one to sound the alarm. I don't think I could have lived with the guilt if anything really happened to Serena. But well, I guess my job is done because Serena's audacity tells me she's in a much better place. Good for her. Moving forward. I don't have the dress on hand yet because it's still in New York with her. She's coming back to where we're based, February 24th. I agree that she was doing me a favor. And for that, I think I will still pay her for the dress. After all, it is $900, but with the following terms. One, I will only pay her upon receipt of the dress. The trust is completely broken. I don't know what else she might do to the dress. Sleep in it? I unfortunately need this leverage over her until I have it in my hands. Else, she has no incentive to keep her hands off of it. For all I know, she chucked it in a dusty storage to spite me. Two, I will pay her for the $900 minus the cost of dry cleaning and alterations. It's like borrowing a friend's clothing and not washing it before returning it. Did I mention she also tried it after a Pilates class without showering? Lol. I think this arrangement is fair and I would not owe her anything. 3. I will end this friendship. To be honest, I think if Serena and I met as adults, we wouldn't be friends. The friendship has ran its course and I think I did the best I could in this. Eva Real said I'm, I'm pulling an Anna Sorokin on her. 
Serena called me a con artist and isn't even sorry that she reigned all over my parade. Friend? Human? Or she's uninvited. Need I say more? Then Opie adds a second update which says, Serena had actually told me there was lipstick stains on the dress and offered to buy a stain pen. Later I found out from the shop owner that the stains were actually caused by Serena. So Serena not only lied blatantly but tried to cover up her vile behavior by coming across as helpful. I have since reverted to Serena and gave her two options. One, sell it to me at half the cost to cover alterations and dry cleaning. Two, sell it to someone else. She chose option two and showed no true remorse. End of story and friendship. Shout out to my friends and Reddit community. Happy holidays, everyone. And many people after this one were saying there should have been like no options on the table. You shouldn't have paid her anything. OP should never have offered to pay her anything for that dress. And basically the best outcome come from this. You're no longer friends with that person, you know, and you haven't got a dress which someone else has tried on, got lipstick over. There's a little part of me thinking that she's still going to return with this dress and expect OP to buy it when she can't sell it for whatever reason. But what do you guys make of this situation? What would you do in OP's position? I really hope OP does go on to find their dream dress, of course. But let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And our next story does have an update as well from the Am I Wrong subreddit from Tasty Bandicoot 7567 and says, Am I wrong for kissing another man under mistletoe? despite my boyfriend telling me it was okay. It's really late where I live. Everyone I could contact for advice is asleep, so I'm here instead. I'm completely freaking out over this, so apologies if there are grammar mistakes. Also, this is a burner account. My friends know my other one. My boyfriend Nick, male 29, and I, female 26, went to a Christmas party his cousin was hosting. His cousin is really into community get-togethers, so a lot of their neighbors were there, as well as some family members of theirs. Someone brought a piece of mistletoe and was going around the party getting people to kiss. Towards the end of the night, I was sitting on one of the sofas, talking to their family friend, John, male 37. I've met him quite a few times before, so we were chatting for a while and just joking around. Nick was by the kitchen part of the room talking to his cousins and some childhood friends. The house is open plan, so their living room, dining room, and kitchen is all one big room. At this point, a neighbor I'm not too familiar with came over with a mistletoe for John and I to kiss under. I understood that this neighbor didn't know me or that I'm with Nick, so I laughed it off and said, I'll skip my turn. This neighbor seemed drunk and was being loud, insisting that it's a tradition, that we had to do it, and all that kind of stuff. John went to move away when Nick and one of his friends noticed the commotion and joined in. I think Nick saw it as a joke and hence found it funny to join in, encouraging John and I to kiss. I told him, as in Nick, why doesn't he get over here and I kiss him instead? But Nick kept insisting that I give John a kiss. It was extremely awkward for the both of us. John kept trying to change the topic and even got up to leave, but Nick seemed serious about it as his tone changed from being jokey to serious. I said to John that I don't mind kissing the side of his mouth slash cheek and he said as long as it's okay with everyone and if they make them shut up then fine and so i kissed him by the corner of his mouth and that was it everyone dispersed and nick didn't seem bothered about it and even cheered before going back to his cousins 
While driving home, Nick was quiet, so I asked him what was wrong. He said that he didn't think I would actually kiss John and that it left a bad feeling in his gut. I said that I only did it because he was encouraging it. it seemed like he didn't mind the kiss considering the circumstances and because I thought it was in good fun. This led to a big fight that I won't go into, but it ended in Nick saying that he was thinking about proposing to me on Christmas, but that this put things into perspective for him. I'm sleeping on the couch for the night and feel absolutely terrible. Please let me know if I'm being a complete jackass. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So a comment which OP replied to, Attitude says, alcohol changes all perspectives. He put you in the spot. You didn't want any part of it. It wasn't like you laid a big French kiss. Remind him it was under his insistence that you did. Him being an hat has made you put things in perspective too. Not the arsehole. OP says, just to quickly clarify who was drinking, had a few cocktails but wasn't completely drunk. If anything, I was just a bit tipsy, though I sobered up immediately when we started arguing. I know John had at least one drink while we were talking. I don't know how many he had before that point. And Nick was driving, so he didn't drink any alcohol. And we're starting the comments with Shant Su who says, It does put things into perspective. Nick's a wanker. <laughs> Bloody hell, he can't tell you to do something, practically force you by the sounds of it, and then blame you. And why the heck are you on the couch? I hate every part of this story. I really, really don't like Nick. Fangirl Queen 69 says in quotes, I told him as in Nick, why don't he get over here and I kiss him instead? But Nick kept insisting that I give John a kiss. And then says, this is where I say you are not wrong. You literally offered to kiss your boyfriend instead and he turned you down and told you to kiss John instead. What did he expect to happen? You said no. You volunteered your boyfriend in John's place and he still kept insisting you kiss John. I've heard of testing people in a relationship, which is wrong, but this is a whole different level. Next commenter says in quotes, I told him as in Nick, why doesn't he get over here and I'll give him a kiss instead. But Nick kept insisting that I give John a kiss and says, I mean, you didn't want to. He pushed you into doing something you didn't want to do and now he's mad at you. If someone's willing to cancel a proposal over you doing something he told you to do, it sounds like you dodged a bullet. Hell, why even tell you he was thinking about it other than to make you feel worse? I bet he was as serious about the proposal as he was about encouraging the kiss. From Sheila Monarch who says, Oh, I see it. This was a setup. 
and this is the thing he's going to hold over your head to get you to turn over control, privacy and freedom that you otherwise might not. Now you'll be desperate to prove yourself at every turn. Don't fall for this gambit. Stand your ground and shrug off his pissiness about it. Adults have to use the words they mean. Not your fault, he didn't. Win Accomplished says he wasn't thinking about proposing to you. He's being a complete hat. He basically pressured you into it. What the fuck was he expecting you to do after continuously pressuring you? In fact, if I were in your shoes, I'd tell him that his behavior put things in perspective and pack my shit and leave. I don't stand for manipulation of any kind. I don't even care, Bear says. He wasn't going to propose. He's emotionally abusing you hard. Look it up because I know people throw these terms around often. I say it around these often because it is that common. But him forcing you to go along with and laughing and being fine in public, then silent and picking the fight over it, then throwing out there how he's about to propose but now doesn't trust you to do it and gave you attitude into feeling guilty and sleeping on the couch. He doesn't love you and he's fucking with you. If he was going to genuinely propose because he loves you, this wouldn't have happened like this at all. And last comment from Joranot Smith who says, I'm sorry, but Nick is a manipulative piece of shit. He definitely knows what he is doing by testing the love you both have. Yes, I know for sure that there was no engagement that was going to happen anytime. Nick is a manipulative person. For all we know, he might be the cheat in this relationship and just want to have a ground when it becomes an issue. So OP comes back in in the new year and says, hi everyone and happy new year. I just wanted to give a quick update and thank everyone who commented on my first post. I really appreciate those who gave their perspective and while it was completely overwhelming, it definitely opened my eyes. I tried talking things out with Nick in the hopes of getting some answers, but every time we talked, it ended in an argument. I tried asking if I could see the engagement ring, why he encouraged me to kiss John and why he wouldn't kiss me instead when I suggested that at the party. But every time I asked, will blow up into this big fight about me not trusting him. This was his excuse for not showing me the ring, or accuse me of trying to drag out the situation more than it needed to be. To cut a long story short, we broke up Christmas Eve. I went to spend the holidays with my mum and I'm currently staying at hers while I try to sort through this. I wasn't going to make an update about this, but yesterday John texted me. For context, usually a lot of Nick's family and friends go to a specific New Year's party in our town, which I didn't attend this year for obvious reasons. John said he was hoping to talk to me about this there, but that when he went, he found out about Nick and I breaking up, so he decided to text me instead. Anyways, John apologized for letting the mistletoe thing escalate to the point that we kissed. I also apologized in case I made him feel uncomfortable and said it was a shitty situation for both of us to be in. John said that the reason he was hesitant to walk away while the others were pressuring us was because, according to him, it was very obvious that I was drunk. John didn't want to leave me alone with them in case one of them stepped in to try and kiss me instead. He also feared that they would take it further, considering they clearly didn't, didn't see any issue in the fact that I was drunk. I thanked them for looking out for me, and to be honest, I had no idea that I was that drunk, which is embarrassing to say the least. Also, what I didn't know until yesterday was that after the kiss, John pulled Nick aside and confronted him. Nick never mentioned this to me. John said he basically berated Nick for encouraging that kind of behavior and for not protecting me. I'm honestly shocked Nick never mentioned this to me. It kind of makes sense if he felt embarrassed by John confronting him. I should also add that John apologized in case that was why Nick was annoyed at me after the party. That's it, but thank you all once again. 
I'm still not over any of this and I'm very tearful by how everything went down, but I'm so extremely grateful for the support I found on here. Seriously, I cannot thank you all enough for your insight. Livid Parfait says to OP in this one, If John knew you were that drunk, why did he kiss you knowing you had a boyfriend? Why not just stomp the whole thing down and not kiss you? Why did he confront Nick? If he had not kissed you, no need for a beatdown. This must have not been a peck on the lips, but a full-blown kiss. I do not give alcohol on a pass on a reason for anything. Couples should keep their shit together at parties. This is the classic case of two wrongs do not make it right. OP says, I mentioned in my original post that it was a kiss on the cheek and for full transparency and fair judgment, I said I got the corner of his mouth too. It was not a full-blown kiss on the lips. Also, just to clarify now, it was a peck and did not linger or anything like that. I didn't realize I should have reiterated that in my update. That's on me. Sorry about that. And a lot of people saying that the breakup was the right solution in this situation, questioning if there was ever going to be a proposal at all. What do you guys make of this one? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And don't forget, there'll be a couple of playlists at the end there that you can click on and it will automatically scroll through all the videos for you. Or if you fancy a meme or two, at Mark Narrations over on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it these days. <laughs> and I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love.